The following program is intended to provide general information only, and its host, Tim Decker, recommends that you always seek competent professional guidance for financial, legal, and tax advice, as everyone's specific needs are unique. WHP Talk Radio 580 now presents Financial Freedom with Tim Decker from ISI Financial Group. A full hour of sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. Talking about This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Well, good morning, everyone. Tim Decker here with you. Welcome to another hour of all things financial here on Financial Freedom. This is the program where we do our very, very best to provide you with straightforward, unbiased financial truth in an effort to help you ultimately achieve financial freedom. That's the name of the program. Financial freedom, quite simply, I describe it as when you get to a point where you have your financial house in order, that means you have your estate planning in order, that means you have a written goal-oriented financial plan documented, that means you have a beautifully diversified portfolio using your financial plan as the guide, thus your portfolio uh, reflects your goals, your objectives, your tolerance for risk, your needs for taking risk, and you are diversified soundly and properly. Also, that means that you have an ongoing process in place that monitors your portfolio so that you are not worried about what's happening in the financial markets day to day, week by week, month by month, year by year. And you have all of your insurances that you need, but you're not wasting money on insurance that you do not need, and, and you have the right type of insurance. When you have all of these basic but all very, very important variables in line, and your financial plan accounts for and expects normal, random, unexpected market events, which no one can reliably and consistently predict in advance, when you have all of that in order, and again, you have an ongoing process that dynamically is monitoring that and makes readjustments as is needed, not based upon speculations, not based upon current events, but based upon your financial evidence-based financial plan, then, my friend, you are financially free from not worrying about anything and are then free and able to focus on things that matter most and in my opinion the things that matter most are taking advantage of the most important asset that we have on this earth and that is time the limited amount of time that we have left while we have our health while we have our loved ones and while we're able to make memories with experiences and valuable or invaluable uh, times spent with those that we care most about. So my goal, my passion, why I'm here with you each and every Saturday is to encourage you, as always, to do the right thing as it pertains to 
quit procrastinating, take the necessary steps, quit cutting yourself short, and get your financial house in order. For the vast majority of you, and I mean the vast majority of you, that means sitting down with and building a relationship with a trusted, experienced, fee-only fiduciary advisor. Obviously, our firm is one, but hands down, we are not the only one out there. I could care less whether we are the ones that help you. All I care about is that you find someone who is a fee-only fiduciary advisor that can serve as your coach, can serve as your guide to help you pull all of these things together. And I can you. And I can guarantee you, and I cannot use that word often in this industry, but I can assure you and guarantee you that if you will take the time to pull all of these things together, as I have witnessed in helping thousands and thousands of individuals and families in my 30-plus years um, in the world of financial services, I can assure you the peace of mind and the sense of security that comes as a result of that is second to none. On our program um, this morning, we're going to have a special guest that we're going to uh, bring up uh, right after our first break here in just a couple of minutes. Um, and uh, his name is Tony Isola. Very, very interesting guest. This next hour, you will not want to miss. Um, he has a very interesting background. Uh, he initially was a history teacher for approximately 22 years and Tony's going to share with us how as being a teacher how that eventually evolved into him becoming a financial advisor as a result of him actually helping his co-workers and colleagues and now how he is involved in his passion very similar to many of the uh, philosophies that I espouse very similar as you will hear and how like myself he is a very passionate consumer advocate and is fighting for all of you to get the truths out as it pertains to helping educate you as to again not only things that you should consider and probably be doing but also to warn you about all of the dangers that or as I say, all of the financial landmines that are out there all around you. We're going to be talking about the different products that are out there. We're going to be talking about annuities. We're going to be talking about many of the things that are taking place in company retirement plans, uh, school teachers, 403Bs, and t Tony specializes in all of the ongoing education uh, in these areas. And so, uh, we're going to be excited to bring uh, uh, him uh, on and to have him with all of uh, you and I for the next hour. Before we go to our first break and we bring uh, Tony up, let me just uh, share a couple of thoughts. As you know, in spite of the, as I said in my email that I sent out in our uh, to all of our e-newsletter subscribers, which, by the way, if you've not subscribed, take advantage of it. Go to our website, isifinancialgroup.com. That's isifinancialgroup.com. And on the homepage there, 
of our website down towards the bottom right hand corner you can subscribe to our e-newsletter entitled insights and education and i just sent something out uh, i believe it was two days ago discussing uh very briefly what this fiasco or this ongoing fiasco in washington dc means and with the government quote shutdown which is way way over hyped what does that mean for you as an investor should you change your investments and the short answer is absolutely not just like anything else that happens when it hits the headlines and it's going on out there always remember the markets know what you know and because the markets take all of that information and price it in it's already baked into the cake in other words it's already baked into the prices of markets remember what moves markets in the near term is not what you know or I know or everyone else knows it's what we don't know it's the unexpected so unless you know something that's unexpected or is not known by others out there attempting to change how you invest why you invest as a result of that is an act of futility the other thing i will say is um the with the markets continuing to surge and make one record after another the sentiment according to the american association of individual investors as reported in barons this morning ironically as we've talked about on numerous numerous occasions when prices are higher for whatever reason individual investors become more and more bullish however when prices are low when we go through downturns albeit temporary downturns sentiment typically turns significantly negative and we're seeing that again right now according to the american association of individual investors most of you are quite bullish now that prices are higher and it's measured at 54.1 percent of those uh, surveyed said that they are bullish and only 21.4 percent are now bearish again human behavior unfortunately wants to become more invested as prices get higher and higher and higher in spite of the fact the best time to be loading up on stocks the best time to be backing up the truck the best time to find values like anything else in life is when prices are on sale one thing you need to always remember or should remember as a investor price and value are always inversely correlated let me say that one more time price and value are always inversely correlated does that mean because the market's flying high that it's going down tomorrow no this this thing can run for months it can run for years no one knows but what's important again is to avoid chasing things it always comes back to the same thing have a plan stick to your plan and make sure your plan is always in line with your goals and your personal objectives okay we're going to take our first break when we come back uh hopefully we'll uh, have our guest uh, that we can bring up 
and you're not going to want to miss this next hour. I'm Tim Decker, and this is Financial Freedom. A lot of financial advisors won't want you to hear what we say. This is the financial show that represents you, not Wall Street. This is Financial Freedom with Tim Decker on WHP 580. I feel no shame. I proud of where I came from. I was born and raised in the boondocks. One thing I know, no matter where I go. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Again, let me... Uh, Make sure and thank all of you for taking the time to making this part of your Saturday morning. Uh, it's most appreciated as uh, we make every effort to make our time together here most valuable and uh, uh, provide you with practical financial truths that hopefully you can put into play in your everyday life of finance. Okay, we're going to bring up our special guest, Tony Isola. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good morning. Good. Thank you for taking time to join myself and my guests. And um, this is something that we've very much been looking forward to. And before we get started, Tony, uh, can you kind of set the stage and share with us? I am aware, but share with our guests uh, a little bit about your background and briefly what led you to where you're at right now and what you're involved in and your passions. If you'd be so kind, please. Sure. Well, um, I started out as a as a trader. I actually traded um, foreign currencies for um, a couple of pretty big foreign banks uh, located in New York City, and I did that for I don't know maybe four or five years. And I just felt that just wasn't something I wanted to spend you know the rest of my life doing. It was you mm -hmm. know, pretty much you know short term thinking, kind of like at a casino, and I just. <laughs> It just wasn't, it just, I just wasn't what I was looking for. So it just kind of, I don't know, it made me really uh, disinterested and in, in, in disillusioned in, in this whole finance field. And I just stepped away from it and I decided to just become a teacher because I was like, you know, I, I really want to do something productive in society rather than just, you know, moving money around that, you know, for, for these large banks and speculating on, on things that I had no control over. But um, sure. anyway, so, so I became a teacher and I taught for um, five years in a uh, pretty, pretty rough school, you know, in, in New York City that was, uh, you know, like to get in, you, you know, the kids were like wanded. You know, you had to put your um, their they had to put their book pack, uh, book bags through through a conveyor belt and and for you know a metal wow. detector. I mean, it, this was like airport security. So obviously, you know, they they did that for a reason. But um, you know, it would take take the kids sometimes thirty forty minutes to get get into the school. So it was it was pretty rough. But it was it was actually I liked that better than than what I was doing before. To be honest with you, it was. <laughs> it was it was rewarding, and, and there was, I got a lot out of it, and it was, you know, a great experience. But, you know, after a while, that became a little much, too, you know, to do it for the rest of my life in that school. So I went to a school in, in the suburbs where, obviously, those conditions were, nothing, were completely different. And um, while I was there, you know, I still was always interested in finance, and uh, I always, you know, was still investing on my own family stuff. And, uh, you know, teachers started coming to me with questions about, their 403b plans and 
I would see what they were invested in, and I was just, you know, appalled. I couldn't, I couldn't believe people would actually put their money into such products. And, you know, I kind of looked into it, and after a while, I started helping a lot of people. And it just, you know, I realized that there was such a demand, there was a market demand for someone to look out for these uh, people's best interests, these people who knew mm-hmm. nothing of what was happening to them. And uh, so, you know, I... We, my wife and I, my wife Dina and I, who works with me still currently at you know Ritholtz Wealth Management, um, we formed our own company, and it was kind of specializing in you know like family members and friends, and obviously all of these teachers. And you know, even though I was able to teach, I taught another you know 15 years. I taught a total of about 21 years or so. But you know, before I could even you know, before I was 50, I realized like I I really had to make a decision because the business now had grown so big and I was still teaching full time that I had to do one or the other because it really wasn't going to work out trying to do both. So right. I, I I just left you know teaching and decided to do do our business full time and you know we 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 did that for like maybe one or two years for, by ourselves and then. You know, we I was always a big follower of um, Josh Brown and Barry Ritholtz over at um, Ritholtz Wealth and, uh, you know, their blogs and stuff because they were always, you know, fighting for, for the rights of the individual investor and, the consumers, and yep. all, all the garbage that goes on, you know, in Wall Street. Like, you know, Josh, our, our CEO, his, his blog is entitled The Reform Broker because at one point he was a broker and he mm-hmm. reformed and now he wants to do good and, you know, he kind of knows every single thing that these guys do. So, you know, I reached out to them and said, hey, maybe, maybe we can do a project together to work on this teacher problem. And, you know, they invited me in, they invited us in, and we were just, you know, after we met them, it was like, took maybe 10 minutes to realize that we were, you know, total simpatico with what they were doing. And uh, we ended up joining the firm. And, you know, it's been a great thing because it's, you know, much, it's a bigger firm than Dina and I had. And we have a lot of people now to do many of the administrative tasks, so we can just focus on on dealing with the clients and and solving and solving problems. And we're really, you know, we've started up a program that's devoted to to just reforming this whole mess that that's taking place right now in in the public school systems as regards to the p- teachers' retirement plans. Well, good, good. Um... First of all, I want to say that uh, one thing you and I have in common is we both have lovely brides with the name of Dina. So oh, that's, well, that's cool. That's, that's, that's a good thing. That's rare, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was now, cool. But. <laughs> is it spelled D-I-N-A also? or No, when I first okay. met her, uh, <laughs> I accidentally assumed her name was spelled like your wife's is D-I-N-A, right. but uh, I quickly learned that it was D-E-E-N-A. Okay, okay. Either way, but uh, hey, um, is is Dina still involved in working with you? Oh God, yeah, yeah, great, she's like a, great. a huge, a huge, um, huge component of the firm. And you're still married, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, we've been doing this. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this for 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 a while, and it's That's very great. good because because about I would say over seventy percent of of the teachers that we encounter are women, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's not being sexist to say that men and women are different and look at things differently. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And and I really find it so helpful that not only are they getting a different take on on all the stuff they've heard before, but when it's said 
to them by another woman, it just it really grabs their attention. So, which is obviously in this field, it's needed because, you know, there aren't that many women advisors compared to to women clients. Right. So we feel it's a it's a huge benefit to just you know have someone that could relate to to some of the things that that a man biologically cannot relate to. Right? I mean, right. it's just that's just facts, right? It is what it is. Yep. No, exactly. you're absolutely right. That's how yep. I look yep. at it. No, no, that's neat. Um, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a break here in just one minute. We're going to hit the news, and then when we come back, Tony, um, I'm going to kind of open it up to you and and have you share with uh, all of our listeners um, within the context of something that I continually emphasize on this program, which, by the way, we've been on the air in central Pennsylvania here uh, going on about 27 years now. Wow. So uh, we have a lot of great, loyal sure. listeners. But one of the things that I continually hammer home and uh, uh, really dr drive home here is to be successful in your financial life, especially in the, you know, within the world of being a successful investor, it really means doing some things right, but so much of it has to do with avoiding the financial oh, landmines that exist oh, yeah. everywhere totally. and, and things that are coming at consumers left and right. And what I'd oh. like to do is I know, like myself, and this is why I reached out to you, is you are a huge consumer advocate as well, and you're all about educating and giving consumers yep. the knowledge and the tools that they can understand Yep. That can help them. So when we come back, I just kind of want to open it up and have you share in whatever order you choose, uh, whether it be with 403Bs or uh, retirement plans in general, anything that you think that would be helpful to help educate our audience and our our listeners as to what you're seeing out there, what are some practical things that they can learn from what you can share with them, and what are some steps that hopefully they can take as a result of our dialogue here this morning that can help them as well as their family, their friends, their colleagues, sure. and uh, uh, whoever. So let's go. Let's go to. The news, when we come back, uh, do not go anywhere. We're going to pick right back up with our special guest, Tony Isola. I'm Tim Decker, and this is Financial Freedom. Providing you with the information and answers to gain your financial independence. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm right song. Financial Freedom. This is Financial Freedom on WHP 580. Once again, here's Tim Decker. No, I've still got a lot of Welcome back. Second half of Financial Freedom. Uh, we have a very, very special guest, uh, Mr. Tony Isola. And uh, Tony, let me again thank you very much for taking time to be with all of us this morning as uh, I have been very much looking forward to our time together here Okay, before the break, we had uh, uh, mentioned uh, that I was going to kind of open it up to you and have you share with us some of the 
primary concerns and practical uh, uh, suggestions that you might have in helping individuals, whether they're a school teacher, whether they're a regular investor, anything that you think would be invaluable if you were an investor, a consumer, and facing everything that's going on out there, what are some things that you would like our listeners to be aware of? Okay, well, there's there's so much out there, but I'll try to like make, tell you some things and speak about some things that hopefully people could understand and sure. also, more importantly, apply. Okay. So I think one of the first things people have to understand is, you know, the financial services industry is, is a broken market, okay? It's a failed market because... There's no price discovery, meaning like you can go to the supermarket, right? And you could say, all right, a price of milk is a dollar. And then if you went to another supermarket and it was $3 and it was the same milk, you would know not to buy that milk, right? Because you kind of have an idea of what, what the price of milk is and you could mm -hmm. go online and you could look up prices and compare. You know, same thing, you know, you wouldn't go into Toyota or, you know, a car, wherever you want to talk about it, and, and if the Camry is selling for $80,000, you would know that that's grossly overpriced, and the fair value of the Camry is probably, I don't know, twenty five, thirty thousand, whatever they sell it for today. So think about, you know, your finances. Most people have no idea what the price is that they're paying. So the market is broken due to consumer ignorance. So that is why you basically, most, I, I strongly believe this, and people could get mad or whatever, but I personally could care less because I think it's true. But I, I think probably close to 80% of the people out there that are, are offering financial services are simply financial salespeople. They are not right. financial advisors. They are selling you product, and you don't know it, and you don't know how much you're paying for it. And there are ways to, to find out how much you're paying, but they're, they're difficult. It's not like going on Amazon and doing a quick price comparison. You know, you have to go into a prospectus that could sometimes be 500 pages long <laughs> and, and, and decipher legalese to find out that you might be paying 3 or 4% for an investment product. Right, so, and these documents, you know, the, these documents, uh, people need to remember that uh, documents and brochures and all these things that they are prepared by the legal advisors of the financial companies who are paid to look out for their best interest and not necessarily the best interest of you, the consumer. You, you, you totally got that right. It's, it's not about you. It's just to protect them. And that's why there's this whole, you know, this whole debate about this whole fiduciary rule thing, because right now most people don't realize that their financial advisor most likely does not have to look out for their best interests, and that's kind of shocking. And what goes on is you know, they could find you a product that is so-called suitable, right? Mm -hmm. It could be like, mm -hmm. you know, think about medicine. It would be like if a doctor gave you some sort of drug, and it had some pretty bad side effects, but it did, it did cure, you know, whatever ailed you or help, help make it better. You know, if there was a suitability rule for a doctor, that would be perfectly legal, even though there might have been a cheaper, better alternative that didn't give you those side effects. But in this, world, in this world, that is totally legal. So even if you found out that you were paying 
three times or four times as much as you should be for an investment product, and you you lodged a complaint, okay, you wouldn't win because in 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 their system, and we went to Finra, which is a whole other matter. But if you went there. They would basically say to you, well, first of all, you sign those papers that even though you didn't understand what you were signing, it said it there. And, and secondly, that investment was a retirement investment, so it is suitable for you, even though it's right, not that. Right. And most people think all, all the financial advice they receive, that the, the person giving it to them has to look out for their best interest. That is completely 100% false. Well, and, and let me ask you, your thoughts on this? Uh, one of the one of the genuine uh, concerns and misleading phrases that that I have continued to see arise has to do with financial uh, advisors, financial sales people, financial representatives, whatever title you want to use, uh, making the water real muddy by jumping on and using the phrase fee-based and saying that, yes, I am or our firm is a fiduciary. However, if the consumer is not able to really break down and get a full explanation as to what the difference is between a part-time fiduciary and a full-time fiduciary, somebody who is duly registered that to me is, is is can can really be the worst of all worlds where at one point somebody's representing themselves as a fiduciary that they can look you in the eye and say yes I am a fiduciary but if the consumer does not know what to ask or get information in writing as to being a 100% fiduciary how are the consumers supposed to work through is this guy or is this gal looking out for my best interest all the time are they fee only or are they fee based and i mean mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that tony well well I, I think tim you hit you hit the nail right on the head and and what the consumers should do is is run not walk away from these people because i like to look at it as you know like let's say a woman is pregnant you can't be a little bit pregnant right you're pregnant mm -hmm. or you're not pregnant. So it's the same thing. Either you're a fee-only fiduciary that is legally obligated to look out for the best interests of their client or you're not. And that's it. That's right. it. There is no middle ground. There is, to me, that this whole fee-based thing is a total sham that all it is is they're people they're looking to attract, you know, that's the hook to draw them in. And then what they like to say is, okay, now I'm going to change my hat and, and mm -hmm. sell you some crappy insurance project, product. Yeah. So yeah. if that person, and, and again, for your listeners out there, if your advisor is not a fee-only fiduciary, okay, then you, you might st you really have to start thinking about maybe looking for another advisor. Not to say that, that you know there are conflicts in everything and there's bad eggs in everything, but sure, just sure. like investing, the probability of you having a very bad financial advisor if their their compensation is based on commission and quotas and winning trips to you know Barbados or something, <laughs> there's a really good chance they're going to screw you. And that's right, it. That's right. how you have to look at life. Um, within the context of you working with uh, schools and school 
teachers as well as just in the general world of finance and what you and I see being sold left and right and what I hear mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, there are radio programs that are nothing more than uh, recorded infomercials. There are right. television infomercials now. There are ads all over serious sure. radios for free lunch seminars and free sure. dinners. And when you really get to the bottom of these, not all of them, but many of them, and the vast majority of what I've seen ultimately end up with a salesperson trying to get in front of people to sell them expensive, high commission, often these fixed indexed annuities. And I know you and I've talked before, and you're seeing a lot of that in schools. Can you kind of just comment on that, if you would, please? Yeah, it's it's horrible because what happens if you're a school teacher is, I don't want to bore your listeners, but there's something called ERISA. And if you have a 401k, um, the employer, the people that hire you, uh, are responsible for the investment choices. So mm-hmm. if, if they put a high-cost, horrible annuity in the product lineup, you can sue them. You can. Then there's right. been lots of class action lawsuits lately against certain firms who did not look out. For, for their for their employees' best interest, in in, in the way the 403b not a public school um, program is set up, it's called it's a non ERISA plan, and the employer, the school district, the only responsibility they have is one of administration. That's it. They have to make sure that the you know the paycheck deductions are taken, the loans are accounted for, things are reported to the IRS, etc. But they have no obligation. Uh, going on about uh, picking the investment choices and no responsibility regarding them. So can you imagine what, what goes on? You know, we, we you know, most teachers own either, you know, a, a terrible annuity, which they're paying 3 to 4% a year on, which they yep. have no idea they are paying that, or they're, you know, owning like a Class C mutual fund that they're being charged 2% in investment fees plus another 1% or more to, to in some sort of wrap program or something. So mm-hmm. bottom line is if you're paying, you know, 3% or more in fees, it is impossible, virtually impossible for you to make money. For the simple reason is, if you're kind of saying, all right, I'm expecting a market return over a long period of time of, say, 7%, and inflation is going to be around 3%, what could you be making after fees? And on top of it, you're taking market risk, right? So you're yeah, and, taking market right. risk for a 1% real return. So and that's that assuming case, you might as well just buy, you know, treasury bill, you know, treasury right, right. notes and treasury bonds and, you know, invest like that or bank CDs because you're right. not going to get a good return, but at least you won't take the risk along with it. Yeah, and and that's assuming that you had a 100% of your allocation in equities, which very <laughs> few obviously right. do. So Right. Okay, right. we're going to take our last we're going to take our last break here when we come back we're going to have about 8 minutes and I'm going to have you pick back up on that and kind of think kind of think of what you can offer our listeners if they are involved in a retirement plan. Again, it can be a 401k, it can be a 403b, whatever, but in this case, if they're involved in a 403b at a school, Mm-hmm. And they have nothing but a menu of these expensive sure. garbage products. What can they do? Is there anything sure. that they can do to help their colleagues and themselves, or is it a waste of time? Okay, we're going to 
take our last break. When we come back, we'll pick right back up with Tony Isola. I'm Tim Decker, and this is Financial Freedom. Sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP 580. Once again, here's Tim. All right, welcome to the final segment of Financial Freedom. Wow. Time went fast, Mr. Tony. Uh, I apologize. I, I thought we had like eight minutes left. Uh, my producer informed me we got three and a half minutes left, which means, by the way, we definitely are going to have to have you come back sometime in the near future. Yeah, but with the time, sure. With the time that we have left, what practical take with them advice or suggestions can you offer to our consumers, if you would, please? I, I think the most practical thing I could say is fees matter. And if you don't know how much you're paying for your investments, there's a pretty good chance you're going to have to work longer than you thought. And when you do retire, you're going to have less money to spend. And that's it. If you don't know how much you're paying, you are putting yourself, as, as you know, you're just now saying, I'm just trusting the person with with my life savings and like ronald reagan said you know it's nice to trust but you need to verify so that's my that would be the biggest thing i would say to your listeners if you don't know how much you're paying to, in total both to your advisor and for the products then you, you're really you know taking a gamble and one of the things that 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 we urge everyone is in fact on our website we have a questionnaire a fiduciary advisor questionnaire that anyone can go and for free you can download and print that out and if you will put that in front of any financial advisor you are working with or considering working with yep. and insist that you get those answers in writing yep. it's going to it's going to provide you with so much educational information that can be um invaluable now Tony, if I am a teacher and I'm working at a school and I've got a menu of six insurance company annuities or only loaded mutual funds yeah. with C shares or whatever, what can I? Is there anything that I can do? Yeah. Oh, there is. Um, we actually are working with a with a company called Aspire, and they're in okay. about four thousand districts around the nation. And they're they don't offer their own funds. They simply are a mutual fund supermarket. But okay. in their menu, there are very many low-cost funds from great companies like Vanguard. And great. for a small fee, you can use those Aspire funds and avoid th those insurance companies because, unfortunately, due to kind of like a pay-to-play sort of setup, Vanguard mm -hmm. and other low-cost companies have been thrown off the vendor list. So by using Aspire, whom we work with, it's kind of an end-around. And, okay. and we, we, we really can help a lot of people, and we are, we're getting it. Some schools have it, but if you're working in a school and you're listening to this program and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm getting ripped off here, go to your business uh, office and demand this and say, I want, how could you not have a low-cost option on, on our list? Why are there four, like you said, four insurance companies and one high-cost brokerage firm? give us an opportunity to save properly for our retirement. And it's out there. And, but like I said, it's a broken market, and people, the consumer, does not have the knowledge to properly defend themselves. So hopefully, you know, some people that were listening to this show can, can, can become proactive and start to take charge of this terrible situation. 
and the name of that company is Aspire. That's A S. Yeah, you can just go to their website. It's Aspire. You know, Aspire. You type. You know, Google Aspire four hundred three B Aspire dot com, whatever, and you can kind of see and you know look at their fund choices. And like I said, we work with them, like, and we put together Good. portfolios and charge you know a very very reasonable fee and rebalance them and you know set people up. And literally, we we lower teachers. You know. Um, uh, costs average are two to three percent with our program all in including paying aspire and the fund fees it's about 0.6 or six tenths of one percent and that's wow. including working with an advisor like myself so we feel you know we have the best deal out there for people and something that's sustainable you know and so we want to grow our business we're trying to be like the amazon of, of for teachers in other words a low-cost product that we have millions of customers and if we make a little bit of money from each teacher, we'll be just fine. And that's well, the opposite of the current model, which is basically fleece you know, every teacher for as much yeah. money as we can. And if you want to learn more about Tony and what he does and how he can potentially help you and your school district, you can go to TonyIsola.com. That's TonyIsola, which is spelled I-S-O-L-A.com. Or you can contact our office and we'll be happy to connect you with Tony and everything that he does. And I just want to say I love talking to people like you, like me, where you know we're out there, we're fighting for the consumers. And again, like I said earlier, Tony, with all the landmines that are out there, anything that you can do and that we can do to help them is ultimately going to be win-win. So thank you very much for your time. Everyone, enjoy your weekend.